Is it recording yet? Good morning. Good evening. Good morning. I need to wake up. I need to be... How is everyone doing? Good. Not Good. sure I if love you can response. hear or not, but Julia is struggling today. Uh, yeah, I don't know what's wrong She's with She's in me. a little bit of a rut. Can't get out of it. I don't it. know if I'd call it feeling a rut. Feeling tired, feeling... Yeah, I just feel so tired. It's because you were up all night watching the finale of The Bachelor. Yeah. We were watching The Bachelor last night, the finale, and it was kind of a boring season, if I must say. <laughs> I saw a meme this morning about The Bachelor this season, and uh, it was, I forget what the picture was, but the um, the like the caption, the write-over to it was, this whole season of The Bachelor could have been an email. Oh, yeah, I saw that. <laughs> I mean, I think a lot of people I'd heard from had said they stopped watching early on when all the, like, girl drama was going on. They were just, like, really not about that. So I think a lot of people didn't like that. Um, Obviously, COVID was a factor, so they couldn't, like, travel. So I think there were just, like, a lot of things that made it, like – and then all the controversy that had happened, like, just a weird episode or season. Yeah, definitely a weird season. I'll admit, though, even though it was a weird season, I think it was probably the most of any season I've ever watched – because you watched Tasha's. I did watch Tasha's. Not, well, I guess I watched more of it when it was Tasha, not when it was whoever Claire. it was before that. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, this whole season, I feel like I watched every, pretty much every episode. As yeah. weird as that is. But yeah, I think you did too. It was so, good. It was good. It's, you know, we always talk about TV shows and different things that we're watching and liking on here and the, um, Bachelor is kind of the one that's top of mind right now just because it the season just ended and And we're not watching anything else really. Yeah, and there's nothing else really going on for our our TV watching shows and We need new shows. Yeah, we also thought, you know, it was such an interesting end to the season. Um one because you're we probably like most of you were watching the show knowing some of the things that are going on yeah. in like current day obviously you know some of the controversy around pictures that surfaced and then you know just how it was handled by you know the hosts or the tv show the producers or whatnot so there's just a lot of you know other narrative to this um the season and yeah, the episodes last different. night so yeah. it did make it a little different you know i i will say the emmanuel atcho um did I you thought, know who he was before he played for the eagles okay i didn't know if he played for the what yeah. team but i know he I'm was a, i don't know too much about him um he doesn't play I, anymore right no i don't think so i i think he did a good job i think he did a great job you know it he was well positioned to have some of those conversations with matt um the bachelor and i thought it was you know um educational to hear and you know they're both um you know black men and talking about their experience and it was just really um i don't know i i actually enjoyed that part of it um i know like reading some headlines this morning a lot of people oh, i didn't even didn't watch like this it or what matt matt was like on the morning shows i didn't even yeah i didn't watch that yeah so um but yeah so yeah. the, the bachelor were and then they announced that the next they announced the next two bachelorettes yeah being katie and michelle so i definitely I like think, look forward to when the next seasons are and stuff so i get excited about um i get sad when the 
season ends because I, I it's just like one of those shows that it's like I just like to yeah. kind of be mindless about and just watch. I think a lot of people feel that way. So yeah, it's kind of cool because you do feel like you get to know the people a little bit, but all like the the underlying theme is all like a mystery. Like yeah. you don't know what's how it's going to happen. You don't know what's going on, but. You know, the, I think the producers of it do a good job and knowing how they're hooking people in. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So we had a, a fun little weekend, spent a lot of time with Julia's parents. Um, we were out doing some some wedding stuff. Um, yeah. I have a whole vlog coming soon, hopefully this week or next early next week, um, back wedding planning and stuff. So obviously you probably know that we took a big break and I talked about it and I talk more in depth about it on the vlog on YouTube. Um, but we finally found a new venue. Yeah. So we're going to just be like planning that more. So we found a new venue and we picked a date, um, for this year. So yeah, if you guys, I mean, if I'm just going to send you guys to the, to YouTube because yeah. I'd rather you kind of watch what goes on. Um, this is not a wedding update episode. So yeah. Go check out the YouTube when it's live. It was it was a fun weekend. Um, you know, it just felt good to be back out looking at venues, you know. It was, actually, it was pretty nice weather, so that also made it It was, like, not exciting good. the first day because I think it was hard for us to get back into it after just so many – this is, like, our third time trying to kind of plan this celebration. So mm -hmm. – uh, but once we found – we, like, fell in love with this place. Um, mm-hmm. And we were like, this is perfect. And it kind of got us excited to just start. So now yeah. we're back. We're back in the grind and hoping for the best. Yeah. Feeling good about it. There's still, I guess nothing's been confirmed yet, right? We've put some holds. We've yeah. put, you know, we're, we're making some, some phone calls. I think by the end of the week some, it will be. Yeah. I hope so. So that that's another big exciting thing for us. Um, actually, another thing that I keep seeing a ton of content on um, is like the one year anniversary of the beginning of the the pandemic um yeah actually I, I was watching i don't know i think it was just like the local news and they said it was the one-year anniversary of the we all first knew, right? confirmed case in philadelphia mm. um so yeah it's just been an interesting it's an interesting an interesting thing right now to like look back on the past year and to think about you know a year ago i was sitting in my apartment in dc like looking at the year ahead of me, thinking what it was going to be. I was going to get married, finish my MBA. We were going to move. We were going to travel. Um, you know, that was everything at that point I had ahead of me. And now looking back, you know, a, a lot of those things didn't happen. A lot of those things, you know. A lot of them did. Did happen, true. Yeah. But in a very different manner, mm -hmm. I guess. Um, but then also looking back on the year behind us in – okay, here are the things that are positive that we didn't have planned. Um, yeah. You know, I think about the road trip. I think about, you know, living with Viv and Alex, living with your parents. Like, you know, those two things, there were challenges involved with it. But all in all, positive experiences. Yeah. Um, it's just weird to look back on the year. Like, and I mean, it's still going on, but yeah. it was such a hard time for everyone and different ways and i think everyone was affected yeah in different ways um and just like i've never had such a year where we like went month to month and really like we're so wrapped up in what was going on yeah. in the world and yeah yeah i um 
you know, on all the different social media platforms, people can share like their, you know, time hop of, oh, this was a year ago or this was whatever ago. And I keep seeing, um, actually, I think it was my sister who shared, like reshared this week, um, something about her kid's school shutting down for two weeks. Yeah. And it's like, oh. Well, I remember going to Viv's and I was like, all right, I'll just stay here for a few days. Yeah. Let me just pack one small bag. I yeah. don't need that much. We're going to be in sweatpants. Not going to do anything. And it's like how that two weeks turned into a month and then a month and a half, then three months. And then it's like, well, here we are yeah. still a year later. But with a lot more to look forward to, vaccines are rolling out. People are getting them, you know, mm-hmm. hopefully by on. I have a feeling by the summer things are just going to be looking better. And I think that's everyone's hope. Yeah. I don't yeah. want to be like naive about that, but yeah, it it's. I think there's like a level of hope, and people are very hopeful um, for this summer. But it's not just like getting to the summer that's going to get us to where we want to be. There's still a lot of like work to be done in terms of, you know, getting the vaccines rolled out, yeah. and you know that's on a bigger, grander scale. But like the responsibility on all of us to like. You know, keep wearing our masks, yeah. do our still best do to stuff. stay social distance, like still doing the things that we can all do. Yeah. Um, you know, kind of playing our part to to help get mm-hmm. past this thing. So, yeah. Super, um, super fun. This morning, I made a really good drink. Mm-hmm. And I just want to share it with you guys because we do this little what are we drinking series on the podcast. And this morning, I made Pat coffee and I actually we went to breakfast um, to one of our favorite breakfast spots like a few weeks ago. And I ordered a London Fog. It was like a lavender London Fog latte. London Fog is, I guess, tea. So I ordered some tea, London Fog, on from Whole Foods. Got it in, and I was like, I'm just gonna try and remake this with coconut milk. So I used, so I made the tea with a tea bag, and then I frothed coconut milk and vanilla extract, and then I put lavender syrup in. I think they use like real lavender, like buds, but mm. poured it over. Delicious. Was it good? It was really good. It yeah. wasn't exactly the same, but they had when I got it at the restaurant, they used regular milk, and I wanted to use like a dairy free one, so yeah. still good though. Yeah, I actually really like um, London fogs. Um, yeah, you but I used to I used those. to get them. They're kind of like chai ish. Yeah, well, so I when I lived in DC, I used to always, or I still, I still really like uh, chai lattes. When I was living in D.C., the place that was like my favorite coffee spot didn't make chai lattes, but they would always recommend a London Fog. So I used to always get London Fog with a shot of espresso in it, mm-hmm. and it's just so delicious. Yeah. So, so with what are we drinking, we're talking both ends of the spectrum here because Julia is talking about what she made this morning uh, with breakfast, like kind of our, our morning caffeine shot. Yeah. Um, but now that we're later in the day, I'm talking about what I'm drinking right now, which I think we talked about our bar cart um, that we've recently, you know, spent some time and money trying to build out. Yeah. Um, so I, I made a, um, I guess, just an old fashioned. Um, so it's just like the, you know, sugar, um, cherry orange what kind of sugar um, did you put but in? actually instead of the sugar i used a simple syrup that we got and the simple syrup that I we got for our um Coffee. for our bar cart 
oh. is it's cucumber habanero simple so syrup. So does it make it sweet? So it, it, it kind of sweetens it up, but you get the flavor of the, definitely more the habanero. I don't know if I really smell the cucumber or get the, the cucumber scents. So yeah, it's really good. It's just kind of a, a remake on the traditional um, old-fashioned. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I use my ever-faithful bullet bourbon. Same yeah. one I always drink. And the bar cart is looking good. You guys are going to see the bar cart. Hopefully today when this – I'm uploading a video, a YouTube video right now, and it's taking forever. Um, but when that's up there, the vlog has us kind of styling the bar cart and shopping for it. And, yeah, that was fun. That was a fun day. Yeah. So, okay. Should we get into it a little bit? Yeah. Let's get into it a Let's little bit. Let's do it. All right. So, on, on today's episode, um, Julie and I – we're going to talk about motivation and what that means um, to each of us, how we think about motivation, what are some things that motivate us, and provide some tools or different resources for, for people who are looking for some motivation. Um, and really what this episode stems from is, you know, we've been trying to put so much effort into this podcast and, you know, the the brand and what is it why people come to this episode or come to this podcast? Why do people follow us on social media? And I was thinking about all of the, you know, the quote um, posts that we've been creating on Instagram. Like it's all meant to be a little piece of motivation. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it. I don't think all of our episodes are super motivating. You know, I think some of them can be or some of them are. Um, But definitely the Instagram is meant to be that way, right? While you're scrolling through your feed, you see a little blurb of motivation and it kind of can provide a little bit of that feeling. So with that in mind, we wanted to do kind of a fuller episode on motivation. Yeah. I feel like lately, I mean, it goes back and forth all the time because we've talked about this before, just like the lack of motivation. Mm Mm-hmm. Seems like it's kind of like an every other day thing. And I don't know what that is. I think me personally, it's like I really would love to take like a month off. (laughs) Like, you know, just like not do any type of work. And I just feel like I need something like that. So I think when I take like when the weekend comes and I kind of try and take like Saturday off, it's fine. But it's never – it's not enough. So for me, like the not having – enough breaks is really what makes me less motivated each day and it's kind of just Mm -hmm. like an ongoing how can i motivate myself today like yeah you know and then i feel guilty about like having three days this week that i didn't feel motivated and you know it's just yeah i think talking about motivation right now and like the world we're living in is difficult because we are all in like the monotony of work from home stay in your sweats like day in day out groundhog's day yeah so it, it, it is hard to kind of find the the motivation um and so, it's even harder to find the motivation when you like have a day that's going to be different you're like oh my god how yeah. am i gonna not stay home today when i have to go do this it's like yeah well that's kind of what we've been asking for but when it comes up we're so like it's it seems like it takes so much more energy like even to like go see friends and family it's yeah. like oh my god how am i gonna do that yeah And I also think as I was, you know, kind of considering this topic and thinking about the difference to me between motivation and productivity, right? Like I have my to-do list that I need to get done, whether that, you know, is around the apartment with Willow or if it's my work to-do list. 
Like I have these lists, this list of things I need to get done today and every day. And like, it's a matter of productivity of me checking those things off, like getting Mm -hmm. them done. And there are definitely tools, um, you know, that, that are out there to help people be more productive, right? There are, you know, a lot of time box things. You set your clock for one hour and you say, you're going to focus on this for one hour. Your your brain is going to say, okay, let's focus and you'll get it done in an hour or, you know, actually creating a to-do list, you know, writing it out on a sticky note and then crossing it off. Like that helps you get stuff done. But I think for what we're talking about today, motivation and, you know, the, the difference to me between motivation and like productivity, motivation is, at least for me, more of like a feeling or a desire to want to achieve or get something done. So like to me, productivity is like, I don't know checking things off your to-do list where motivation is more about like the feeling of I'm going to get this done no matter what, or I want to get this done. done. Yeah. Yeah. It's like that more of the feeling. You're really motivated. It's like things are going well and you're getting so much done and good and and like quality work done, not just like getting it done to get it done. You're like enjoying it. Yeah. So, yeah, I understand. Yeah. And I don't know, I guess when I think about times when I'm, most motivated yeah like there are very few better feelings i know when you are really feeling motivated and you know i think for a lot of us or at least for me that feeling of motivation is generally at the beginning of something so for example when julie and i first got engaged we were both really motivated to start the wedding planning like we were really excited about it. It yeah. was really cool. It was new. It was exciting. We were so in love. Everything was great. <laughs> and now here we are a year and however long later. And it's like, I don't know if I'm as motivated to do the planning. Like I'm still yeah, excited. Of course, I'm, of course we're not. It's like, but, so that, that changes. Yeah. So it's like the beginning of things or when you feel really motivated. Yeah. Um, and then the follow-up to that is like the change over time is like, how do you sustain motivation? Right. I think the thing for me that, and a lot of people that we want now is like when I have a really good day and I'm really motivated and like things are going well and I'm just like, Oh, such a good work. I feel so productive. Best feeling ever. Mm -hmm. And then you wonder like, why does that not last? Like, why can't I have this every day? Why can't five days in a row be so motivating? It's so up and down. And I think maybe like society and social media has taught us that we should feel that way when that's not actually normal and like when you look on there's a lot of i mean there's a lot of people now on social media that are like trying to make it okay to not feel okay and that is perfectly like that's correct and i agree with that i think that's kind of trying to normalize the fact that like being motivated all the time isn't actually normal and no one is motivated all the time even though even if you think they are yeah Well, I think there's definitely, I think of, you know, as I'm sitting here, I'm like, oh, I know in my mind who are the most motivated people I know. And you're right. It's not, it's not that those people are always positive, right? Like those people have their negative thoughts. They have their down days. They have their, you know, things where they're not feeling motivated, but they have the ability to kind of 
control their emotions with it and re-motivate themselves yeah. or do what they need to do to motivate themselves. Yeah. And I think that's one of the, I don't know about purposes of this episode, but there's definitely a, to me, because it is an emotion, like there's the introspective relationship that like I need to have with motivation, meaning I need to know what makes me motivated and I need to be proactive about seeking out those things yeah. to help keep myself motivated. Otherwise, I am the one responsible for me not feeling motivated. Yeah. Well, for me, it's like, yeah, I mean, I agree. It's, it's just like a battle of like, also for me, like taking a break so that I can feel motivated because otherwise I'm just having, instead of having two great productive days throughout the week, mm-hmm. it's having zero because you're not, t- I'm not taking any breaks and I'm just like trying to continue and push through each day when like that actually is hurting me in the long run. Yeah. Well, it's not so much just like being able to push through. And the example that comes to my mind is like, I feel like there are many days or there have been many days where you're like, you feel very unmotivated. You're like, you just want to sit on the couch. You just want to whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, go work out. Mm-hmm. And when you go work out, you'll come back feeling more motivated. And it just that, knows me so well. And <laughs> well, that, yeah. That is something that has got to be like on your list of if I'm going to feel motivated today, I need to work out and move my body in the morning. Yeah, right right? away. That is like you need to know that about yourself. Yeah. So that needs to be like, a, you know, I feel most motivated when dot, 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 I just finished working out. Yeah. So if you're trying to feel motivated, you need to be proactive about Mm -hmm. otherwise. That was one of my on my list of what motivates me. Yeah. Otherwise, your brain is going to take control and say, sorry, Julia, you're having a crappy day today. You're feeling unmotivated and I'm going to run the gamut on you. Yeah. You know? So. Yeah. So, yeah, you want to get into the different things that we've kind of laid out for for the things that we think (laughs) motivate ourselves? Yeah. So... So these are like career-wise and personally just like what motivates me and like what helps me get motivated. And something I – the first thing I thought of was the sun and good weather. And I think everyone can really agree that like – I feel like I used to be like, oh, I love the rain. It's all – it's so nice to have a nice thor- thunderstorm rainy day every now and then. But like yeah. it has been nonstop that now <laughs> the sun and the good weather really brings out like the best. Like we're like, how yeah. can, what can we do today? Like how can we go enjoy the weather? Almost like we don't want to work because it's so nice out. Yeah. Um, so looking forward to the summer is really motivating me, I think, personally and then within my career to like – like when it's been I, – I don't think – I can't remember the last time I shot content because I'm like it's so cloudy and cold and, you yeah. know, so it's just like there's no motivation there to like do that. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I definitely would have listed that as one of the things for you. I mean, I think about like our recent trip to Sedona. Like oh my gosh, you were yeah. a different animal out there because yeah. you were so motivated because I was so motivated. You know, I was like, I just want to relax and I do know. nothing. Like, That's what it vacation. does to me. Like and you're like, let's do this. A this, new this. scenery, the good weather, like the fresh air. Like I li- it literally got into my brain and I was like, I'm a new person. Yeah. And I was missing that a lot. And I'm already back to like where I'm like, oh my God, I need that again. Yeah. I also do think, and you might disagree with me on this, that for you, it's not only the sun. It's about getting outside, not because you have to. And what I'm thinking about is like in the mornings, 
if you take Willow outside, that does not count. That's mm-hmm. taking her out because you've got to accomplish something. So you go outside and then, you know, you're like, ah, it's cold and windy and miserable. I'm going to feel cruddy. But in the same weather, cloud. yeah, in the same like windy, cold cruddiness, if you didn't have Willow, if you were just like, oh, I'm going to go for a walk outside or, oh, I'm just going to go yeah, walk to get coffee. That time outside, getting some fresh air, like not feeling cooped up in our apartment, like you come back feeling just as good, yeah. Whether or not it's warm and sunny, well, or that makes cold. me wonder though, because like we've talked a lot about like what we're gonna do when we move, and I'm like, I I feel like I need to experience what it's like to wake up every day in somewhere in a place that's warm, yeah, and sunny, and has like, you know, water or something. Something near me that's like actually fueling my brain with those things. Because yes, that works here. But over and over again, when you walk outside and it's just freezing cold and yeah. like I, we don't want to be out there yeah. and cloudy. So it's very hard to like. So it just makes me wonder if like how would I feel? I mean, obviously, there's always things that are going to get you down. But like how would mm-hmm. I feel if I woke up every day in a place that was like sunshine. Sunny and 75. And warm. Yeah. So... Definitely. I think the weather is probably on a lot of people's lists. Yeah. And you know, it, I think now for us, it's like making us rethink like what we, where we want to be for a while. Like it's just, it's, it's been especially hard because we've been inside yep. and both working from home. Yep. Like it definitely didn't feel all that in New York as much because there was just like activity going on. I was doing yeah. so much and like. Well, it was also non pandemic. That's what too. I'm saying. Yeah. 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 It's obviously had a big factor. Yeah. So for me too, I broke it down kind of the same way you did, Julia, of like personally and professionally. Um, and the the one thing that I think carries over between personally and professionally is um, like the people that I'm working or doing stuff with. Um, so when I started to write this down, I was like, when I do fun things with my family, that really motivates me. Yeah. Like that, like you know, kind of lights that fire inside me, like makes me feel super motivated, makes me feel like, oh, I got to, you know, these are the people I love. These are the people I want to, you know, be with. These are, and like that kind of lights that fire, like I said. But then I was like, I also have that same feeling at work too. When I'm working with, um, you know, it's not every person I work with, but with people that I work with, that inspire me that they motivate me that they yeah you know challenge challenge me the people that i like being around um and we're working on something like to build an impact to make an impact to have a change so i think like there's like a people aspect that really motivates me that like when i'm working with people um that i hate to just say that like i like but like that i enjoy that i like being around that i like spending good time with like that is really motivating to me um and i I feel like there should be more there but well i can bounce off of that with mine because i had the same one but i wrote like when i'm feeling grateful my mindset gets motivated like looking back on like like when i look back on what i've accomplished and i'm able to like just be in that moment and i'm like oh my god look how far i've come and i'm like well that means i can go so much further and i think it's the same thing like when you look at like your family and everything, like it just lets you know like what you're grateful for and what you have. And I think why people have that like journaling aspect when they wake up in the morning and they write like 
It's all about gratitude and writing yeah. what you're grateful because it kind of sets your tone for like, I have all these amazing things and I have so much to be thankful for. There's no reason I should be feeling sad or, or whatever it is. Yeah. So it just like sets your mind to be like, all right, I'm motivated now. Like I have yeah. these things. I don't need to worry. Um, I think that's like personally. And then like when you, for my career, it's like I look back and see like, I'm so hard on myself. So many people are hard on themselves when you need to look back and recognize like your accomplishments and what where you've come and all the goals you already have made. Yeah. And not be like always on to the next one because that is going to get, then, then there's no, no satisfaction. Yeah. Yeah. I think definitely looking back, right? Like look back five years ago, that like seems so fast. You look forward five years ago and that seems so far away. It's so quick. But like understanding the journey of where you've been on and what you ha- have accomplished and you know, what you've built, like that, that should be motivating. Yeah. Our relationship is like that perfect example because we've been together for almost six years. And in the beginning it was like the hardest thing ever because we were long yeah. distance and like all we wanted was to be together. Mm-hmm. And it's like, look at all those years we had to like wait, mm-hmm. you know? So there's just, yeah, that's like obviously personal. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a good one. The, the next one that I have written down for myself is, um, I feel really motivated when I'm helping others. Oh, in a took mine okay well you don't ever help anybody oh okay just kidding but in, in kind of like a volunteering nonprofit type of way like that's what i was thinking about like you know when i lived in north carolina through my time in dc and haven't been able to really kind of find um my spot here in philadelphia just because of the pandemic but like i was always finding a couple different organizations to volunteer with. And like, I always knew my, what I liked most and it was, you know, playing sports with kids and like, you know, getting out and volunteering my time to, you know, whether it was a Saturday morning, two hours at the, um, at the one community center I'm thinking about in Durham, North Carolina. And like, I would leave there every Saturday morning, like feeling the best me. Yeah. Like I was so motivated Nothing seemed like too big of a mountain that I couldn't climb. Like everything was, I don't know if it was put in perspective or I I just was like filled with like the energy and the joy, like following volunteering and feeling like I was giving back to somebody or some uh, cause that needed it. Like I would walk out of there feeling better than any other time. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I mean, I, I think that's kind of like when I wrote the feeling of knowing I helped someone and yours is a little different. Uh, mine is more like related to the, my career as well. Like when someone messages me saying like, like about our podcast and they're yeah. like, Oh my God, I love this episode. It, you guys have helped me through. Like people have said how we've helped them through like certain times in their life. Yeah. And it's like, that is so motivating. And it's a small thing. Like if it's one DM, it's like, that's helping one person, but that literally drives us to be like, oh my gosh, we have to continue to keep going. Like now I'm flooded with more ideas. And like when someone messages me saying like, thank you for this, or even if it's just like, can you link this sweater? Yeah, I'm like, sure, here it is. Like this is a direct link for you. Mm -hmm. Make you happy for a few minutes. You know, like there's so many different ways that I feel like I do help people. And I think another topic, but that's why people, people don't realize like the influencer job is more than just like, you know, fashion and beauty and stuff. Like it is a lot of helping others and that's what motivates me. So. Yeah. 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 I think that's a a good one that I think probably a lot of people, you know, feel motivated following some Mm -hmm. sort of episode, helping somebody. Yeah. Right. When you go out and and like, that's why like a lot of there's, there was this other influencer who at one point put 
out to everyone who followed her and she was like, unfollow people that do not motivate you. Unfollow yeah. people that you are. And I'm guilty of still following, I feel like some people that I just get like, they're not motivating to me and I get more frustrated. Um, yeah. So it's just like, don't put yourself in a situation with people who you're seeing their content who is just putting you down. I mean, yeah. like, you do not have to see that. Yeah. Well, that's one of the tools here in the end of this episode that we're going to talk about is like putting in front of your face things that motivate you. What you want to see. Right. Yeah. And if it's not, then removing it. Yeah. So but another one, and I think this, um, again, kind of ties to, you know, your, the one you said earlier about growth. And I had this one written under my professional motivation is I, I love the feeling of I'm growing. I'm evolving. I'm becoming a better version of me. And I was thinking when I wrote that down, I was thinking about it, you know, in terms of my work. Um, because again, like you said, when I look back five years, I think about the employee I was, I think about, you know, the, the person I was at work. And then I look at where I am today and I'm like, I, I could have yeah. never seen that evolution where I was five years ago. The same way I don't think I can see the evolution of where I'm going to be five yeah. years from now. So true. But I know if I kind of stay on the hardworking path, who I will be five years from now, I'll look back on and feel motivated. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like thinking about like where you were, where you are now and like what we've talked about for like the future. And it's like it's so hard to see what you want yeah. happen because like even before it's like, you know, you get your MBA, you do all these things and like no. you that wasn't your plan. No. So, yeah. Um, mine kind of relate, my other one relates to that too. It was, I mean, it's really like a little different when I create projects that I feel so confident about, or when my hard work pays off, I'll just put them into one category. It's like when I'm making content that I'm like, oh my God, ever they're going to love this. Like this is going to be something that they're really happy about that they want to like try and, you know, create themselves in other ways. Like when I just create good projects projects whether it's for a brand or just for myself it's like it's so motivating because in the beginning it's very hard to come up with like ideas and when you're in the brainstorming mode of like creating content you're like oh my god i have no nothing i have no ideas and then when you come out with something that you're like i love that mm -hmm. it's just like it gives you motivation to do the next one and keep going and re understand that like you actually do know what you're doing you can be confident because you just created this bomb project that and then yeah, yeah when, when my hard work pays off like i couldn't imagine being where i am today la even last year i've come yeah. so far like <clears throat> there's so many things have changed and i'm like oh my god like back when i first started when i was like oh i'm never gonna do this i'm never gonna be this yeah you just keep going yeah and it works yeah well i think about when you how you're talking about like when you create something that you just feel proud of and it gets the positive feedback mm -hmm. like that is definitely a motivating thing and it's funny the first thing i thought about was willow because willow has come so so far from where she was and she still has like a lot of things that we need to keep training her on yeah but i kind of look at her as like one of my projects yeah she's a project she yeah. was and something that we both didn't really know what we no, were we doing. had no idea what we were signing up for but when she is being her calm, down on all listening. four legs, listening, yeah. loving dog, we did that. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, it's like I trained her to kind of be that way. And like, yeah. you know, it's silly things that, um, you know, it's like that is part of the impact I've had on her 
And I think I also like doing that because I know that's like a, something I cannot show off to you, but it's like, like, you know, when you create a project, you present it to your following or to the brand. I feel like with Willow, it's like, I present it to you and Mm -hmm. like, you know, when she's being good and loving, it's like, look what I taught her. Yeah. Yeah, It's like having a kid. I mean, yeah. yeah. Look at this new skill I taught her. She can poop outside or something (laughs) rather than on the carpet. So, um, Um, yeah. I had one more, but go. So the last one is hard because I feel like I go back and forth with this, but the feeling of uh, seeing others in my industry thrive. And this is tricky because it does go both ways. There are times, depending on the person, where, and this kind of will go with the tool that we were talking about, but when I see, um, like, for example, when we had Julian Hunter on the podcast last week, they're like thriving, they're doing so well, and I felt like so happy for them. And it just, and it made me go, I'm going to work on YouTube. So now like the past week, I've been like working on my YouTube and like really wanting to build that out as like a year goal. And seeing her like thrive was, I just felt like she's doing so awesome. And one, great for her, like I felt happy for them. And then I also was like, okay, that's motivating to me. Yeah. Um, There are times where I, I mean, I will admit, like, I do get, like, certain jealousy of, like, sometimes I'm in a rut and I'm like, oh, my God, how is this person growing so much? Like, why isn't that happening to me? And it's like, that's not yeah. how I should be looking at that yeah. situation, you know? Yeah. It's like there's a uh, competition motivates you yeah. or motivate. Yeah, I mean, I know that's a big thing with a lot of people, right? Yeah. Like, you know, motivation and competitiveness are often, you know, aligned terms. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And seeing how others are doing, whether that's good or bad or better or worse, is or can be a motivating thing. And I think that's a level of competitiveness. Um, Yeah, totally. So another thing that I I wrote down, and this is like professionally, one thing that motivates me is obviously like a job. So do it for money is like the financial freedoms that like having a job enables me to do and me not wanting to like risk that so it's like i need to re-motivate myself every time i find something at work that i don't want to do and one thing i do is like i'm not going to let this job fail or i'm not going to let this job go anywhere because this is what pays my bills and Mm -hmm. this is what enables us to you know go to sedona or get willow or like do you know so like that that is motivating to me um yeah you know, it's not like the only thing about work that's motivating to me, but it is definitely one of the things. So, and I think, you know, that, not that that wraps up, but that is kind of like what Julia and I wrote down with um, things that motivate us and, and taking well, like the, to help you get motivated. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Things that help you get motivated, what feels motivating. Um, and I think there's like, I don't know, putting this out as like a challenge to every listener, like figure out what motivates you and do more of those things and then figure out what steals your energy Yeah, and do less of those things. Yeah. Like, and that's not to you, say you're going to be like, if you do the things that are motivating, you're not going to feel motivated every single second. No. But it's going to help drain out the times where you feel yeah. shitty. Well, it, it also lets you take control over your emotions and – yeah. Feeling motivated is an emotion, right? It's, I'm not feeling motivated right now. I'm aware of that. What can I do to maybe help this? Mm-hmm. Or, wow, I'm feeling really motivated. What helped me get here? Let me write down on a sticky note why I'm feeling this way. Yeah, so which that I, I feel I can like I've never and, done. I've never done that. You know, 
when you have a great day, you're not like, ooh, why? Yeah. And this is like, you know, you've got to look at your life as like a, a from a 30,000 foot view, like looking down, like, all right, what's going on with Pat today? How's he feeling? Is he yeah. this? Is he that? And, you know, taking note of the good and taking note of the bad and, you know, trying to align where you want your feelings and emotions to be. Yeah. Um, so we actually touched on this earlier. Julia mentioned, um, you know, just some of the social media stuff, but we wanted to just kind of throw out a couple ideas and tools. Um, I don't even know if that's what I'd call them, but just different things that have helped kind of along my journey and along our journey, I guess, um, with motivation. And the first thing that came to mind for me, and I've talked about this on podcasts before is, um, two motivational speakers, yeah. one being Tony Robbins and another one being Inky Johnson. So Tony Robbins has a really cool um, Netflix documentary. It's called I'm Not Your Guru. If you haven't watched it, go watch it. Um, it's just, I don't know, very motivational to me, probably life-changing to me. Um, he just has a really unique way of pulling out emotions and kind of aligning visions. I'm like, and I feel like he makes you kind of like just be so honest with yourself. Yep. Which is just the hardest part for everyone. Like that's oh, why yeah. people love him because like even in public, they like br he brings out like what is so hard for you to even admit yourself. Yeah, definitely. And um, so Tony Robbins being one, go watch his documentary, Netflix, I'm Not Your Guru. Um, he's got a bunch of books and everything out there, but I'm not a big reader. Go watch the documentary. <laughs> I'm sure <laughs> then, he has a podcast too. Yeah, probably has a podcast too. And then a another one is Inky Johnson. So Inky Johnson is actually um, a, a guy that I've heard talk live a couple times. He's a ex-football player who something happened to him on the field that ultimately oh, yeah. uh, injured and paralyzed him. Parts of his body, so his football career ended, and he leveraged that experience in his life to become the most motivating person ever. Yeah, and he just puts out such good content on um, social media, particularly on YouTube. Like listening to some of his speeches and just different presentations, just super motivating. So, th those would be the two that I would say: Tony Robbins and Inky Johnson. Just yeah. go check them out, watch some of their stuff. You you'll walk away feeling motivated. Yeah. So, um, another one, and this is what Julia talked about, right? Is being aware of things in front of you, things in front of your eyes that motivate you, or that steal your energy, that demotivate you. And I think Julia said, like, social media. I think I, yeah, I'm like, I battle this a lot because I go, I, there's like certain people that I feel like I follow on Instagram. And it, one, one part of it is this is very motivating to me because I almost have this drive to like compete. But then there's the other part of it that's like, I just don't want to see this anymore. So yeah. I go back and forth battling, like, when is it time to like not follow an account that, you feel, I kind of feel both ways, you know? Yeah. So. Well, it's, <clears throat> it's, it starts with one being aware, right? And I, I also think it's not only social media. We talk social oh, media yeah. because a lot of us scroll through social media a lot. And that's like 
you know, where our dopamine spikes or drops or whatever, like, no, but it's like we talk about the news too. Like there's certain days where you watch the news. There's certain days where we're like, we're not going to even turn the news on. If you are aware that the news is stealing your energy, don't turn on the news. Yeah. But it's also, um, like what is on your coffee table? What is on your kitchen counter? What is next to your bed um, that you see the first morning, like first thing in the morning when you roll over and look? Yeah. What pictures do you have up? Are they things that help you feel good, help you feel that energy? Or is it stuff that, you know, doesn't make you feel that way? And there are things, obviously, they're in the middle that are great too. But so it's being aware of, okay, when I, um, like one thing that's, Uh, I don't know if this is motivation, but like we have candles all throughout the house Mm -hmm. and we light them almost every night. Yeah. Yeah. Or morning, some mornings. And it's not that they're motivating, but we know that they help bring bring us good energy. They bring good energy. So we are very proactive about lighting candles. Yeah. For me, like when the apartment is clean, I can get so much more done. Yeah. And like, I know Julie has put out on like her, you know, Instagram, like the coffee table books we have and they're. Like, yeah, it's a Louis Vuitton book and a, I don't even know what the other ones are. But they're like, you look at it and you're like, okay, that's a little bit motivating to me. Like, I'm happy to look at that and see yeah. it and be like, Whatever's okay. pleasing to the eye as well. Like, that's what home decor is about. It, you're going down a rabbit hole now. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm yeah, not. It's, it's not about home decor. Because that's it's energies. About, yeah. I'm just yeah. saying that is a good example of like, that is an energy, like putting things next to you that look nice that feel nice to you that, that you, you know. think looks nice or feels right. yes that's yeah. what i'm saying yeah you know that's pretty much what we have for this episode i think the you know the challenge to every listener is like write down what motivates you write down what what doesn't and then find ways to do more of the things that motivate you and less of the things that yeah that and don't. just cancel the people that are putting you down <laughs> try okay all right that is it for today's episode um let us know what you guys think leave us a review if you want on apple Podcasts, um and check out our instagram because we do have a lot of like motivating content on there that is the goal of the instagram now is to kind of be you know motivating and um just a little happy second of your day see you guys next week thanks see everybody